Hi, I'm Nikki from Teaching Autism and welcome to the Autism and Special Education Community Podcast. Are you an autism or special education professional? Are you a teacher or therapist looking for support and new ideas? You may even be a parent, family member or carer. This podcast is perfect to help you find out more information, support and get some of your questions answered. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Teaching Autism and Special Education Community Podcast. Today on the podcast, I am talking all about social narratives, so what they are, what they look like, and how you can use them with your students or even children at home as well. Social narratives have always been a huge part of my teaching philosophy. This isn't to say that they work with every student, but they have worked really well with the majority of mine over the years. And today I just want to be able to share some more information about them, especially if you've never used them with your students before. So let's start right at the beginning with what are social narratives? A social narrative is really just a visual and simplified story of a social situation or behaviour. And the goal of them is just for students to be able to understand the context and develop that new social skill. There are a number of ways that you can make social narratives. Personally, I like to use them as a book format. So my students have always loved stories. They love being able to turn the pages. So that's something that's worked really well for us. You can make them as a one-page script as well. You can make them on tablets and online. You can really make them to suit your individual students and what works best for them. The next question is usually how do you make them? So you can make them on your computer. I personally like to use Keynote and then I put things as PDF. So that's the way that I like to work. And then I use symbols from Smarty Symbols. However, there's also a bunch of apps that you can use and you can create them straight away on the iPad. You can also download them as well if you're feeling a little bit unconfident at the moment of making your own. So when you're making a social narrative, there's a few parts that you can include. You don't have to include everything. And this is where I really encourage you to keep your student in mind that you're planning this social narrative for because everyone's a little bit different and they're going to need different things from this social narrative. So the following parts can be included. First, describing the situation or the behaviour And this is going to depend on the individual student, but you can decide how much detail you want to go in with this. Visuals are also great for helping this and being able to explain things and really show students what you mean as well. How might someone feel in this situation or think? How might they act? Would they maybe say something? And how would those reactions make others feel? So their friends, their peers, their teachers, their family members... And also take the time to talk about what's a good way for them to react to a particular situation or behaviour. So you're not just telling them what not to do, you're telling them what to do. So it could be, you know, if someone says a nasty word or a mean word to you, you may feel sad. You can tell them that's not a very nice word. You can speak to a teacher. You know, there's lots of things. And that's just a really quick example that I haven't put much thought into. But it's just a way to show you how you can put a positive spin on it and help your students be able to react to these situations as well. Now, again, if you don't feel ready to write your own social narratives, there's a whole bunch of them that you can access on my website, my TBT store. You can have a custom one made for you. And also, if you're part of our VIP membership, there's social stories that get added to the portal every month for you to download and use with your students. 
So the most common question I probably get is, how should I be using social narratives? So I've been to many classrooms over the years and they'll show me a great collection of social narratives and then they just admit that they don't know when to use them or how to use them and what situations to use them in and who should use them. Honestly, my biggest tip is just don't overthink it. You know, just pull it out when it's needed to practice. So some of the times that I recommend using social narratives are when you're working on new social skills to help your students understand appropriate responses to situations and behaviours, being able to understand and work on behaviours, you can read them together on a regular basis to go over that skill or you can also use it in the lead up to an event or something that may trigger a behaviour or concern. Also things like in preparation for a new situation or event, something that they haven't um, experienced before. And also to help students understand the steps of a situation that may be new to them or something that may make them feel anxious. So for example, going to the dentist, this can be a huge trigger for a lot of my students. So we have always liaised with family members and when we know that an appointment is coming up, maybe it's not the dentist, it could be the doctors, it could be the hairdressers, we'll go through the social narrative with them and it just talks to them all about the dentist and what the dentist may say, what they may do, how they may feel in the dentist, all those things that just help them understand what is going to happen so there's no surprise events them on the day that could be a trigger. So that's my super quick episode today all about social narratives. Let me know in the comments or head over to our website. Do you use social narratives with your students? And if so, let us know how you found using them with your students. Is there a certain social narrative that you found really helpful? Is there a way that you have them set up? Do you have them out on display for your students? I would love to know. Don't forget, if you have a spare two minutes, I would love for you to leave some feedback on this podcast so that I know I'm providing you with all the best information as possible. Thanks for listening and I'll speak to you again soon.